the year is 2021. The world is fucked. A spectre of death looms over the games. But that won't stop the world's most successful Olympic nations descending on Tokyo. The People's Republic of China. The divided states of America. The country formerly known as Russia. But this show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The battlers looking to wrap their fists around a medal and become a national holiday. This is Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, truck ramp to Tokyo. Hello listeners and welcome back to Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, truck ramp to Tokyo. Now I've been told by the government that it is imperative I don't go outside because I will die immediately. Rig, (laughs) welcome to the apocalypse, it's day 11. Yeah, thanks. I am looking, smelling and feeling like one million Venezuelan Bolivar, which... I don't know if you're familiar with the currency, but one US dollar equals one and a half million of those. <laughs> Ergo, I feel like one dollar <laughs> fifty. But you look like at least a dollar seventy-five. Oh, you're sweet to say. <laughs> you're a good kid. <laughs> Fuck, it is really long in the tooth now. Both the Sydney lockdown and our hearts do go out to everybody that is uh, currently in stay-at-home orders, but also the Olympics, which will never end. Yeah, they Ever. are on, and they <laughs> will always be on as far as we're concerned. Lives rent-free in my mind 24 hours a day. <laughs> as far as the eye can see, nothing but sports climbing. I watch it at night, and my housemate's like, how do you do a podcast on this and then watch it all day? <laughs> and the uh, irony there is that Rig lives alone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome again to day 11. <laughs> It's me bouncing off the walls, talking to myself like Denzel Washington in the hurricane. <laughs> Going full fight club. It's just you choking yourself, <laughs> dragging your own body up the street. So uh, just a quick PSA to anybody in Australia. Um, did you know that you have a 1 in 783,799 chance of becoming a billionaire and you only have a 1 in 2 million chance of dying from AstraZeneca? Oh, Get wow. jabbed. <laughs> Sounds like an insult. Get jabbed. <laughs> oh, God. Just <laughs> get jabbed. <laughs> get, get jabbed, mate. Get jabbed. So, yes, it is all happening at the Games as athletes are unceremoniously marched <laughs> out of the village in droves. None more so than the Australian swimmers who threw one of the all-time parties. The details are starting to emerge through the days. We knew it would be the swimmers. Of course it would. Had the $1.01 money on the Australian swimmers being the reason the cardboard beds got broken (laughs) and COVID (laughs) seeped through the walls. Yeah, we... I mean, they're they're obviously celebrating medals and there were so many medals that they won. It was literally... It's it's like seven times Mad Monday. (laughs) 100%. But this is the point at which I think that everybody realised that this party might be one of the all-time rages when a report came out that uh, Dean Boxall had told everybody that he had gone uh, to bed early when in reality we know that there's no chance that the guy who literally humps glass in public (laughs) is doing anything but going to sleep after a seven-day bender. Oh, absolutely. He was ass to the ground, dick to the sky. I know that... I know that he was doing that. <laughs> Just passed out in the quad frat style. <laughs> yeah, so um, so that happened and uh, they've all been, I assume, deported. 
<laughs> same as the message we got from uh, Robro, a famous Aussie sprinter and uh, basically playing a game of where in the world has come and San Diego with us <laughs> at the moment, who has been also uh, giving his marching orders from the village along with the rest of the athletes. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is the weather in Tokyo, which has been described by some pundits as shithouse. (laughs) And when the Tokyo Organising Committee made their bid to the IOC for these games, um, they described, (laughs) and I will quote you the article, their, their actual submission. They said, Ideally, the games would be held in July or August in Tokyo, which is a mild, engaging temperature for competition. What is an engaging climate? <laughs> I have that not. means that you get comments on it. <laughs> you get a lot you get a lot of comments and a lot of likes. Well, I'll tell you what. High level of engagement. <laughs> That's it. Sun's looking pretty good. <laughs> I mean Tokyo is going viral right now. <laughs> but, but looking the, great the- out there at sun <laughs> hashtag Tokyo. <laughs> All the wrong reasons. And they described that the average temperature would be somewhere between 22 and 25 degrees. Um, It turns out that that may have been a, uh, how do I say it, fucking lie. Because (laughs) they're out by about 10 degrees the wrong way. Oh, Christ. The temperature at the moment in Japan is pretty much the fucking rapture. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is either 35 degrees with a thousand percent humidity... (laughs) Which is like running inside a desert storm <laughs> or it is a monsoon that is driving rain straight, <laughs> rain straight into your face and uh, there's nothing they can do about it. So they d- just decided Damn, to... Damn, Jackie, I can't <laughs> control the weather. <laughs> They've decided to lean into the skid and go, hey, uh, you know what? The best person in every event will win, regardless of the elements. This is all about fortitude and survival, <laughs> isn't it? And the, the hurdlers were like, uh, no, it's not. It's about ideal competing and uh, we'd like you to just push the event because we can't see and it's the hurdles. And all of a sudden the voice of God, a.k.a. DJ Bark, <laughs> came over the <laughs> mic and was like, fuck you peasants, you'll run when I tell you to run. Yes, but all in monotone. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's never had that kind of intonation. <laughs> In fact, his own family describe him as being quite droll. Yeah. <laughs> so last night I'm watching the 400 hurdles and it is a parade of bullshit. Oh. Because the the rain has made it such that uh, it's not only impossible for a lot of these competitors to see, but judging the millimetres that go into uh, the takeoff and landing over a hurdle without... Yeah clipping yourself and eating shit on the world stage became a bit of a bingo game. Yeah. (laughs) Because heaps of people hit the deck. Yep. The entire time that the hurdles are running as well, um, you had field events like the discus and uh, the hammer throw happening in the wet where there were fouls left, right and centre. Oh, shit. Uh, clay plates were being pegged <laughs> almost into the road of the hurdle. Oh. L- looked like the worst incarnation of a Greek wedding in history. Oh. <laughs> it's just <laughs> nothing but carnage. And uh, so they interviewed some of these competitors and went um, uh, afterwards, the ones that obviously ended up face down in a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> their Olympic dream disappearing into the distance. Yeah, just shattered, yeah. Uh, and they were like, do you, um, do you feel that that may have been slightly unfair at all? 
<laughs> one of these chicks from Denmark ha- translated into English gives this interview where she says, this is an abomination. What a disgrace. I can't believe I waited five years for this bullshit. Oh, fair. <laughs> I'm like, that is great. And you know that it's really bad when a Dane goes off. Oh, totally. <laughs> Famously even keeled. <laughs> Completely. It's all, all they really want in life is to hug under a blanket and have a mild amount of money. Yeah, and they are, they are a nation full of Thomas Barks. <laughs> Just very <laughs> dull people. I, I think measured is the PR term. <laughs> <laughs> to to the two definite Danish listeners that I know that we have, to Christopher <laughs> and daughter Birch, I think you're great. <laughs> and I look forward I love to that. more of your stories. Oh, you at the marketing agency, righto, Danish people. How are we going to... I hear that they're boring and dull. Hmm. Let's go with measured. <laughs> Let's go and with... And responsible. Let's call them engaging. <laughs> Love your colourful houses at Denmark. <laughs> you Hashtag <don't> Copenhagen. <laughs> you don't all seem like you might be about to murder us <laughs> in a canal. <laughs> Jesus, I tell you what, after this, it, uh, considering all the carnage, the only thing that's going to be left is the roaches, surely. <laughs> Which is exactly what a, a cameraman at the field hockey did the other day, where he was just so, I assume, bored when... <laughs> <laughs> when two teams were playing that it was 1-0 uh, Spain-Argentina and he just goes, what else is going on? And just tracks this cockroach that's just like <laughs> crawling on this beam for like dead set 30 seconds and social media is like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real games. Like <laughs> just chilling on a beam. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, his producer got in his ear and was like, get some crowd shots. Yeah, also, the number one tweet about it, it's just this guy whose tweet is, question mark, question mark. <laughs> He's the voice of the people. 300,000 likes. <laughs> That's it. I mean, that is the people's roach. <laughs> <laughs> the only spectator let in. <laughs> That's it. Didn't even pay. Oh, the best. And he is making enough noise for an entire stadium. Yeah, he sure is. He clatters his way towards the beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robro. <laughs> You're here. Oh, absolutely. You haven't you haven't lived till you've seen a cockroach doing a Mexican wave. That kid can fly. <laughs> oh, yeah, cucaracha going hard. <laughs> Fuck, that's all. Also, as if if you're... <laughs> A cameraman at the field hockey in an, a games that no one wants to be at. Yeah. Uh, broadcasting an empty stadium. Yeah. Uh, you'd just be trying to do dead set anything. Oh, absolutely. Anything to keep yourself amused. 100%. Do you reckon it's one of those things where they get dibs on what sports they get to film? Where they're just like, righto, Pablo, yeah, you get... Come on, athletics, come on, athletics, come on, athletics... Field hockey. God damn it. <laughs> Again. Just, fuck you. I'm going to film this roach. <laughs> it's, a, it's like it's his defiant stand. That's it. It's his protest. <laughs> he, he really only wanted to do this because he wanted to meet people. He's a real people person, is yeah. Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, how good. Well, we turn our attention now to the Minnow medals. And uh, 
bit of bit of jostling up the top. We were hmm, what's the word? Psyched. <laughs> we were amped that Moldova was dethroned by Malaysia yesterday. But my God, they came back with a vengeance. Moldova, colon, the revenge. They won three gallium yesterday when, in fact, there was only something like eight medals given out yesterday. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge ratio. It's, um, they're playing a great game, though. Moldova are entering, as I've said before, yeah. the events where there's no other minnows, so it doesn't matter if they finish stone cold last. Which they did in the women's discus. <laughs> they're still taking home gallium. Again, to recap, for anybody that doesn't understand the minnow medals and has somehow decided to jump in here at day 11... Who are we to guide your choices? <laughs> Don't start from the start, you idiot. Jump in at day 11. Uh, so the minnow medals are given out to the top three finishing minnows. Not first, second and third in the event, but the top three minnows. We eliminate any country that has won a gold medal at an Olympics previously, and then we redo the standings. Absolutely. And so with that in mind, Moldova retakes top spot. At the top of the tally, Malaysia drops to second, rounding out, staying stable at third, Get it. Yeah, yeah. Get it. It's good. Is the horse-loving nation of Turkmenistan. We're praying for you guys over there with your no COVID. And in a huge <laughs> move, Eritrea, the small African nation, gallops into fourth with, a, with another gallium. So now they've got four to their names. New entrance, Liberia, mm. which we had a bit of a chat pre-games that there was a bit of a medal hope for those guys, wasn't there? Yeah, indeed. Uh, Joseph Van Bulle from Liberia is in the semifinals of the 200 tonight. How good. Yeah, he's, uh, I think, the fifth or sixth fastest qualifier through the heats. He, If he runs his season best, then uh, he'll come second in his heat and go straight through the final. That is awesome. So he's a, he's a solid crack. But in the same field, uh, we also have a, an athlete from Eswatini. Love that. Who is also in the semis, um, has gone through faster uh, than Big Joe. Wow. However, it, on the results sheet, there is a yellow card next to his ga- next to his name, which I have no idea what that means. Did he trip a bloke in the previous heat? <laughs> I, I assume, <laughs> Take it easy in this next one. I, I assume that he's uh, he's done the old how you're going on the starting blocks and given <laughs> some, someone the, the Queensland hug. Yeah, just done the body check. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just giving him a love tap. <laughs> Can you I'm imagine right before they get down the blocks, smacking the dick? <laughs> That's it. Sack yeah. whack. I'm going to be here all night yeah. for 21 seconds. But <laughs> after that, I'm going to be all up in your yeah. face all night like <laughs> Dean Boxel. Yeah. <laughs> Live in your head rent free. <laughs> and the only other entrant that we are welcoming into the Minnow Medal tally or Minnow Medals in general is Haiti. Yes. Good, good by them. Yeah, yeah, great by them. So we move on to the <laughs> most... I like that we've both just given that a massively wide berth. Wide berth. Don't make Haiti the jokes. Only thi- it's written yeah. on the show plan. Yeah, the only thing that Haiti is known for is blank. So <laughs> redacted. Redacted. So we hope that they're doing well and we wish them all well. Absolutely. So we move on to the most reverbed sting of all time. Minnow watch. There you go. It's well. really the little things... <laughs> <laughs> that keep us sane on day yeah. 11, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you stitching me up continuously. <laughs> I didn't stitch you up. I wrote, don't make Haiti jokes on the show plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here trying to get us not cancelled. Yeah, fair. Fair <laughs> enough. And speaking of things that were cancelled or going to be cancelled, our interview with Peter Taufetafua. <laughs> 
literally came from the clouds. <laughs> At the death, his agent was like, are you free in 40 minutes? <laughs> like a fucking Tinder you up message. <laughs> How long's the Uber? Yeah. <laughs> I'll order you one. As we said to Alex... Uh, how many people did you go through before we became the first priority on your list? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, I had this uh, long list of things that I needed to do. Uh, get my affairs in order, rewrite my will, yeah, clean exactly. my car. Yeah, he had two hacks and then us. <laughs> Those two <laughs> hacks, Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> just needed to get that shit out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So... We did get to speak to Peter, and my God, was it an absolute banger of an interview. It was a great time. And as we mentioned on yesterday's show, we did play a game uh, called Martial Art or Porn Genre, and due to popular demand slash the laziness of Gen Z, we'll just bring you that snippet right now. What came out in our podcast was that there were a number of terms in Taekwondo which just completely baffle us. We assume because it comes from its native Korean, and we just don't understand how it works. But we started having a laugh talking about what could these terms be? Could they, are they a martial arts term or are they some sort of porn genre? And so we laughed about it and made a joke about that should be a game. Is this a martial art term or is it a porn <laughs> genre? And we had some people, some listeners of our show write in with an actual game. Would you like to play martial art or porn genre? I, I will. And I'm going to use the word P because I'm a UNICEF ambassador. <laughs> Fair enough. P is fair, <laughs> or just not martial <laughs> art. You... It's up to you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to help you out here. All right. Yeah, yeah let's run with that. <laughs> so first is Systema or Systema. S Y S T E M A. Is that a Russian? Is that a? Is that a? Is that a martial art or is that a P genre? I think it. I think it's a P genre. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. I need to start to learn the words of my um, of my sport. It might help me. I'm going to go. Let, with let, let let me let me uh, let me rephrase. Not all these are taekwondo related. They are just <laughs> martial arts terms in general, or they are a genre of P. Okay, so you're making these up as we go. Fantastic. Yeah. So S Sistema or Sistema is that a martial art or is that a P genre? That's a P genre. It is a Russian martial art. You're zero for one. Oh, geez. That, gee, that makes sense now. <laughs> okay. Next, uh, we have Bokator. Is this a martial art or is it a P genre? Bokator. Uh, P genre. Once again, it is a Both? noted Cambodian martial art. <laughs> oh, geez. I should. <laughs> All right. I should know this. <laughs> I'm going to get cancelled by all my martial arts people. <laughs> Coach, Coach Paul is currently just yeah. lightly fingering the Druid card, being like, this is why I didn't play it, Peter. <laughs> yeah. It's all your fault. <laughs> the next one is Yiffy. Y-I-F-F-Y. Yiffy. Is that a P genre or is that a martial art? I'm going to go, I'm going to use a process of default and say martial arts. It is a P genre. Oh, you guys suck. Yeah. It is a genre that uh, usually concerns f people known as furries. Uh, like us. 
Uh, yeah, like, let's not talk too much about my weekends, but... <laughs> Okay, so uh, the next one is Kaiju. K-A-I-J-U. Oh, that sounds martial art. That's got to be karate-related. Kaiju. Wait, 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 wait. Is that to do with Godzilla? It may do. Oh, martial art then. It is to do with Godzilla... But it is a P genre involving Godzilla. Jeez, oh. where, where are you guys Googling all your um, words from? Don't I, ask I any more hear, questions I, about the dark net. I hate to hear the, um, I hate to see your search history. <laughs> oh, you don't want to see Rick's search history. <laughs> I am so glad slash worried that this is a work computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried for you. All right, we're we're coming down to the pointy end now. So wet look, is that a P genre or is that a martial art? Wet look. Oh, that's got to be a P genre. Correct. Yeah. There he goes off I, the ball. Wait, I got one. Throw those arms up. I got. <laughs> wait, I need two more. I need two more points. <laughs> well, th- this last this one. last one is worth two. Okay. Because these rules are <laughs> ours. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dumbe. D A M B E. P genre or martial art? Dumbe. Must be martial art. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's martial art. <laughs> I got three points. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> oh, good. The I feel man like is I'm not- winning. The, the man is nothing if not consistent. It is a Nigerian martial art. Oh my gosh. I, I feel like I just won a gold medal. How good is the fact that he ended up with the same amount of points as his Olympic <laughs> campaign? It's yeah, not manufactured at all. No. <laughs> that scoring system was very fair. You also make it sound like we tried to, you know, trip him up. We didn't. He no. was just naturally <laughs> bad at that game. That was all legit. You could tell at about question three that he was actually starting to realise that he had not done his martial arts research <laughs> and that he'd never been on Pornhub. <laughs> so he was totally underprepared for the entire thing. Uh, I am well studied in one of those <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, and the other one is martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally would have won that game via process of elimination. <laughs> yes, correct. And uh, so the only other minnow that we have still in play is, of course, huge Fab from oh, the Kenneth Faso. Barely in play. Wow. So Fab set an indoor world record in January and came into this comp with big, big expectations. Yeah. And he, like every Uber Eats order I've ever made, is underwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) He literally flew in by the skin of his teeth, didn't he? He almost miraculously snatched defeat from the hands of victory. (laughs) It's It's incredible to think about how close he came to going home early. But he's still alive. He's through to the finals by... Actual millimetres, earth millimetres rig. Yeah. None of those space millimetres we were worried about. But to give you an idea, so, I mean, from what I get, 
everyone was over, uh, underwhelming, right? Because I looked at the results and it was automatic qualification for like they have a, an automatic distance yeah. and it was like 17.05 metres, which is huge, right? Five blokes, less than 50% of the 12 qualifiers actually hit that. Yeah, that's bad. That's a... Uh that's like when the reserve is set way too high at the auction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he got 16.83, which I think made him tied 12th or 11th <laughs> to, to make it into oh, the oh, final. Oh, 16.83. <laughs> He's so fucking shit. He sucks. Oh, awful. I could jump that from here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So um, we're fully aware that uh, lots of things can... Everyone gets an off day. Uh, you just don't want to have your off days at the Olympics. No. They're, they're definitely the days to be on. Yeah, ev- everyone has off days. Not now. <laughs> So we have uh, been sliding into his DMs online and uh, I've just been sending him non-stop lift by Shannon Knoll. (laughs) (laughs) And and year eight Tappy Volant French. (laughs) Absolutely. You like, you like. (laughs) No joke. My message to him starts, Bonjour, huge fab. (laughs) (laughs) So when he finally gets around to reading it, he is going to understand what I'm saying, but also have massive questions about who the fuck I'm talking to. Yeah, fair. So that means that we move on to the greatest segment that we've created in Medallica. Of course, it is none other than Apocalympics Now. Play the sting. Apocalympics Now. Well, way to make our other segments jealous. <laughs> I defy any parent listening to tell me that they don't have a favourite child. <laughs> that is PC bullshit and I'm not buying it. Well, easy for you to say you have one son. Yeah, and some days he's not even my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough state of affairs. Lockdown is not kind. It really is not. So, Apocalympics Now, we're going over all the train wrecks that are happening over in Tokyo at the moment. What have you got for us, bud? Okay, so I know that we have discussed in passing how we would like the Olympics to be a little bit more vibrant, a little bit more engaging, if you will. Like the weather. <laughs> like the weather in Tokyo. When it comes to just throwing some curveballs into different sports... You're making me so wet at rain. (laughs) When we say that, we don't mean that what we want is for the velodrome to actually become the place where the handlebars come off the bikes. Oh my god, like a literal thing. Literal thing, which is what has happened in the last 24 hours when uh, during the, uh, the team pursuit... (laughs) <laughs> some blokes cycling along, just following the asshole of the guy in front of him as his cycling tradition. Cycling centipede. <laughs> That's it. Devised by the Germans, <laughs> bedded by the British. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he is face down with rope burn. <laughs> oh. Just because he has had the handlebars of his fucking bike come off in his hands like a Looney Tunes axe. <laughs> I imagine it happened in slow-mo and he looked to the crowd with a quizzical question mark emoji above his head yeah. <laughs> as he went straight down. So, yeah, uh, he's he's had an all-time fucking bungle and that has led to question marks around whether the bikes that are being used in world cycling might be a little bit flimsy. Fuck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you reckon when you make a bike out of hope... 
Yeah. And it, weighs, <laughs> it weighs one gram. Oh, my God. It's weird when... I mean, th- this is exactly what happens when the material that you're using is the structural equivalent of a naked condom. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, there's... They actually are moving towards a point at which bikes just float. (laughs) (laughs) And they defeat the pesky gravity that our planet has brought to play. And just everybody fucking sidles along on their air bikes. No, but that's absolutely crazy that that can can happen at this level. I'm I'm not surprised at all. I mean, mean, it was bound to happen. You're allowed to have an off day cycling <laughs> manufacturer, but not now. <laughs> I can't name any cycling manufacturers, but we will find out. West Tracks. <laughs> it's something with an X in it. Goose something. <laughs> Mountain That sounds air. like that sound. And his name all like random white people stuff that they would have in Aspen. <laughs> Ros X. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, I mean... Mountain Air. <laughs> Maybe that's a model name instead. Oh, shit. Oh, but yeah, anyway, all, all of you fucks that are trying to make uh, the lightest bikes in the world, remember that people still have to steer them, you fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> the, have you got one? I do. So, speaking of morons, Fox Sports. <laughs> what a great So, segue. in their best... Impression of NBC. They have put up a collage of Australia's darling Emma McKeon. Right. Who is now the winningest Olympian we've ever had. God, I hate that word. Thank you. (laughs) And they've decided to put the amount of gold medals that she's won along with a pastiche of images of her. Sure. Three images. It's one in the middle, her on the dais wrapped in a flag... Second one, her just out of the pool. Third one, <laughs> her in a summer dress. <laughs> third one, third one, fellow swimmer Kaylee McKeon. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> in oh, her swim oh, cabin oh goggles. God. That image is screwed. Yes. You just sent it to me. It's popped up in my messages. White women, they all be looking the same. <laughs> Sh- I would say Shades of NBC with Kevin Hart. Oh, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how good is that when you just go, oh shit, we've got to send something to print. There's not nearly enough Olympics coverage out there on Fox Sports. Yeah, I know. Get the collage happening in turn. <laughs> and it comes one day after their horrific photoshopping of a beer into Rowan Browning's hand oh, <laughs> that I ended up putting on it up on our Instagram. <laughs> Incredible. They are having a bad time over oh. there at HQ. And the irony is that if they just sent him a message, he would have taken a selfie. He was fucking hammering beers <laughs> in his still athletic suit. Yeah, I know. He just posted that one straight up. Oh, okay. And now, thanks to Gordon Willis for sending that in. Goodbye, Gordo. Um, so the final one is just one of those efforts again. <sighs> there's a funny saying that I don't think that I've ever told you, Rig, and that's everybody gets an off day. Just make sure it's not <laughs> at the Olympics. <laughs> uh, and this is the ultimate off day. If you are someone that has spent the last five years training nonstop for one thing, living and breathing this day, 
then you'd think that what you would do is get your routine or your pre-game, uh, your pre-race efforts or your game plan down sure. to such a fine art mm. that all you're doing at that point is muscle memory. Sure, yeah. Instead of what happened in the three-meter women's diving where <laughs> one of the competitors has come up to the edge of the board, gone, this is it, this is my moment, mum's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to drop the routine and then just uh, slowly falls forward, <laughs> loses oh. her balance and instead of trying to pull something out because, you know, you're one of the greatest athletes in your sport on the planet, yeah, doesn't think on the spot and instead does a pencil drop. <laughs> Like, so like feet first? Yeah, feet first. <laughs> like like you would do if you're eight and you're jumping off the high rocks at your summer holiday. <laughs> so she goes feet first into the pool and produces the first 0.0 that I've ever seen <laughs> in Olympic judging. That is amazing. In my vast experience <laughs> of watching Olympic In my one judging. day of diving. In my one day of armchair. Uh, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. 0.0. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, produces 0.0 and then afterwards um, says, well, I thought that there's a possibility that I would injure myself if I tried to do a trick. Now, I have seen people try and do a trick off the three-metre springboard at pools and they have not injured themselves despite basically falling straight on their guts looking like they were going to open up their major organs. <laughs> So what do you think you're going to do as someone who is a trained diver? Well, I mean, that's a great point, right? Because three metres out of the pool is fucking nothing. It's fuck all. That's you jumping from that, that little ledge near your pool or your <laughs> mate's pool. Or in real world terms, it's like you jumping off the roof into an actual pool, which everybody that has a pool in Australia has done. Exactly. We are very privileged. <laughs> So it's it's it is one of those things where yeah of course you can do so you could have done the bomb that's a good move the yeah. the, like <laughs> the, the bomb or the cannonball it's yeah. also known as yeah you, you get it you get more than 0.0, .0 for that. Uh, is it the jerry or the cherry the one leg tucked in oh yeah 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 uh, what, what, <laughs> the, the old, bicycle the, the one where you do the pedaling in the air yeah that's it um uh, the the hey mum just the wave to the crowd. And of course, the classic catch. <laughs> Optional tennis ball. <laughs> That's why there should be someone with an old Slazinger tennis ball at every diving event. Yeah, exactly. And you hand in a card <laughs> and you, you say, I'm playing the tennis ball this dive. That's it. And then you've just got some bloke at the ready, arm cocked, <laughs> ready to throw the ball at you. It's the point where invariably you get slugged in the face <laughs> because it's all on the person throwing the ball. <laughs> they are the main athlete in that equation. Love that. Oh, anyway, so uh, it, then it uh, it's followed by another chick who does exactly the same. It what? also gets a 0.0. .0. So that's two. And Rig, again, said it once, said it a million times, given 100 hours... Of <laughs> I reckon I could notch more than zero in the diving. Yeah, because even at its most, like, what's the most 
like rudimentary thing you could do, like a somersault, like a like a like a flip, like yeah, that, I, I, that, that is a technical diving move. I, <laughs> we will find out. Or a tuck. <laughs> I hear tuck a lot. No, no, no. I think I think even pike. A Pike's a thing, mate. A standard dive, going in head first. Oh, that yeah, that surely, surely that's yeah. half a point. Yeah, the swan dive. Like, is that like the one where you? Uh, what's the one where you like jump and you like tap your feet and then you go back into like straight? Is that a swan dive or uh, is a swan dive just like a straight up dive? <laughs> I think a swan dive is a straight up dive. Uh, the one where you, the one where you tap your feet, uh, is known as the stapler. <laughs> You, Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> you obviously tap and then open up and refill. Yeah, <laughs> straight into the water. <laughs> but yeah, I reckon I'd be. I don't know if I could do the stapler, but I could definitely do a swan dive. Oh yeah, I think we all could, <laughs> and she could too. Yeah, I mean, but didn't. No. And history will always reflect that. Great for her. <laughs> anyway, so mailbag. We've yes. got a couple of people have written in. Um, I haven't seen them because uh, Instagram is a foreign entity to me. <laughs> Even though I get on it once a year, much to your chagrin. Yes, to pick <laughs> fights with people. I just feel like everybody really needs to get the jab. <laughs> so this can't be... It, it's just general mailbag. Just general DMs that we've received over the last Standard couple of days. Standard post. Not tracked. Yeah. Not express. Millsy, who is one of, our, uh, one of our patrons, he sent through a thing to us. We always come up with random games, such as martial art or porn, porn genre. genre. And so he decided to give us one, just a quick message to say, out of context, Queensland health or Olympic sprinter, you be the judge. <laughs> do it well, do it hard, do it quick. <laughs> he didn't actually give us the answer. So. <laughs> oh my Because it could be about a lockdown. <laughs> it very much could be. Or it could be a sprinter. I'm, I'm running with Queensland health. I reckon that's a lockdown notice. Yeah, I also reckon that's a lockdown notice. Millsy, get in touch. Let us know what the answer is. <laughs> yeah. And the other one comes from Caleb, Caleb Sanatha, and he is a big fan of the show. We, he says, in relation to your, lo- your latest podcast, just thought I would let you know that Eric Norris, which is a, a guy from the footy club that we play for, once proclaimed, and this is very much in the vein of your 100-hour thing. Oh, no. Given enough training, he would be able to beat any woman in the high jump. I think he's 5'8". He's in, like, his hopeful dreams. I said strong words for a man who would easily be the shortest participant in the women's high jump. Oh, by a mile. Er Eric Norris is... uh, He could just walk under the limbo. Like... He is barely the height of a filing cabinet. Yeah, and he's and Caleb responds, we all remind and ridicule him about this regularly, I said, and so you should. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that, sh- that is a shit take by oh, Eric Norris. <laughs> it's incredible. Look, the 100 hours thing is uh, completely confined to non-athletic sports. <laughs> <laughs> the high jump is a storied part of the Olympics that requires one of the most difficult things you can do, throwing yourself backwards, elevated over a fucking bar that if you breathe on it, it will fucking fall. Yeah. As opposed to the ones that I'm talking about, which are, you know, things like fencing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> I could qualify for through the pure unpopularity of the sport. <laughs> 
And the fact that I don't... Everyone has two invitations. I don't think in Australia we own a fencing sabre. <laughs> I've never heard of Australian fencer, nor would I ever want to. Yeah. And, and if it wasn't such a popular world sport, I mean, badminton's terrible. <laughs> the reason that I wouldn't enter in badminton is that I would have to look at the sport. <laughs> I fucking refuse to acknowledge that it exists ever again. The fact that I'm spending more of my well-earned life force breathing out about what is inconsequentially the worst part of my life... <laughs> <laughs> that one hour that I spent watching that godforsaken shithole. <laughs> Gee, I cannot express more vehemently how much I hope the sport of badminton falls into the Turkmenistani gas crater. <laughs> Not the people, just all the implements. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck, that is amazing. It should be banned like most things in Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan. <laughs> So we, I'm going to tell the people how to get in touch with us. If you want to be a fantastic sponsor like our Spectre Drone Services, Spectre Drone Services, whether you're looking for minerals or trying to chase criminals, we've got you covered. <laughs> and if you want to become a sponsor just like them, you can head on over to the best website that I've personally ever made up to this point in my life, gusandrig.biz. B-I-Z or B-I-Z for those Americans playing at home, where business goes to live. And die. Absolutely. And if you want to get in touch with us, send us some DMs, try to get in on the mailbag, then hit us up. We are Gus and Rig on Insta. That's G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. Or send us a Facebook message through to Medallica or Shit Show. Fantastic, mate. Well, that's all good time for. Well... I've got to go and have an off day. <laughs> I've got to pick up the phone, challenge Eric Norris to a high jump. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah.